Okay, we're up to Daf. Ayin Gimel Amid Bey is the bottom line. Tan Rabbanon, Gonav Vinosan Laacher. Vitovach, if a person steals an animal and gave it to another person and told them to sell it, he sent them as a shliach. Or, I'm sorry, he stole it and he told the person as a shliach to slaughter for him. And we know there is shliach Ludvara Veira by Tvich and Mechira. Or gone of anasnachar machar, or he steals it and he gives it to another person as a shliach to sell it for him, or gone of a higdish, or he stole it and then is magdish it to the base amigdish. Now the chiddush of this is all these kisi chayiv dal This follows the view we mentioned, I believe, of Rav Shimon, that you're chayiv for stealing it and selling it. Higdish being magdish is itself a sale because the same way when you sell it, you're doing. We talked about this on uh, a couple days ago that. It's debated, obviously, but there's a possibility that the same way when I sell it, I'm chayv dal because it went from Ruvain to Shimon, so to when I steal it and I'm magdish it, when in the hegdish is chal, it's a considered a sale. Why? It's no longer the original owners. Now it's hegdishes. Chayv dal Or gone nave higif. You stole an animal and sold it on credit. Meaning, let's say there was, you, you, you had, a, you had a, a, a bill, a bill that's, uh, let's say you went to the store, you had a tap. A tab and and uh, to pay for beer or whatever it is. So you gave the animal as as payment. That's considered a sale. Or gone of a hichlev, or you stole it. You gave it a store, store credit for instead of for money that was owed to you. The first one was money, and now it's for a tab. That's uh, that's uh, let's say to you. You went to the store in Wasserman's. You would take products, and they owed you had money as place of the products. You gave the animal. That's considered part of the sale. Or gone of nesamatana. Or some you gave it as a gift. Or gone of parachayvay. Or you stole an animal and paid for debt. Or gone of part of a or you paid for you stole an animal and paid for it uh, things that you bought on credit, or gone of a shalach sevlenis beischamov, or you stole an animal and sent it as a bridal gift to your, your in-laws, or future in-laws. Mishalim tashlume arbevachamisha. Now some of these cases are completely like poshit, like gave it a, you know gave it as a gift to your father-in-law. What's the chiddush? So the gemara wants to what's the chiddush of this brisa? So the gemara says my kamashalon. The chiddush of the brisa is twofold. Ashmina Reisha, the beginning of the the beginning of the brayso, it says Gonav and Tavach. The beginning of the brayso is a chiddush because it says if I stole an animal and I give it to someone and I tell him to steal it, to, to sell it for me, the halacha is that when he sells it, I'm chayiv because Yesh Shliach Udvar Avera. That's the chiddush. Yesh Shliach Udvar Avera. Yesh Shliach Udvar Avera. Afal Gav Debechol Terakule Yesh Shliach Udvar Avera. And even though generally there is no Shliach Udvar Avera, so if a Shliach does it, the Shliach is responsible and not the Mishaleach, not you. But over here. The shliach is not responsible. You are why? When it comes to tzvicha mechira, the shliach is Why? My time because the pasuk compares the selling to the slaughtering. Now, just like selling mamachir, just like all sales, you need a second party to be the recipient of the sale. You can't sell an animal yourself. You need the buyer. So too, the pasuk is telling you that the tzvicha is also chayv, even if there is another party involved. Meaning, even if a shliach is involved, the original party is chayv. Bashmin and Seifa, and then the Chiddush is the next case, Gone of a Higdish. That if you're Magdish an enemy, Chayav Dalad Behei, because Mali Machel Ahedi is Mali Machel Shemayim. The Chiddush of that is that when you're Magdish, that as itself is considered a sale. Okay. Fine. Now, a couple things to note before we do the next Mishnah. The next next Mishnah is going to be dealing with being Machayav for Maisa Geneva. Hold on one second, I've got to move the computer. Hold on. Okay, much better. It won't be as glary. Uh, okay, so the point is like this. To be a Maisa Gneva, to be Chaya for Dalad Behei, you have to do a Maisa Gneva. Maisa Gneva, by definition, means you made a Kenyan. Like, let's say I go into your backyard in order to steal the animal. 
I, in order for me to steal it, I have to do a kinyan. A kinyan could be hadba, I could lift it up, or I could do mashich, I could take it out of your domain. Let's say, while I'm trying to wrestle it out of your domain, I don't pick it up yet, and while I'm trying to do mashich, the animal gets a heart attack. I'm not responsible, because I didn't steal it yet. Nothing happened. I didn't do anything. That's the first point. The second point is, you have to remember that when it comes to metaltalin, when it comes to movables, on a biblical level, the kinyan that is really being performed, it's machlegis, but we're going with the assumption that on a biblical level, the kinyan that is really being performed is cash. But here's the problem. Chazal or metakin, that in order for you to make a kinyan, you also have to do mashicha. Why? Because let's say if cash itself is king, that means that I have a guitar. So I'm selling it to, to Reuven. He gives me money. The second he gives me money, the guitar is his. The problem is he hasn't taken it yet. Okay, so I'll take it later. What if there's a fire? I'm not going to save it because it's not mine anymore. So they didn't want that we're afraid that the fire will go out meaning in order to stop people from, like, to avoid this situation of other people's items being in your domain which happens when cash is the Kenyan, they wanted to make the Kenyan through Mashiach, that has to go out of your domain to be pulled out, out of your domain okay, let's see the mission now if you stole an animal in the owner's domain but you dragged it outside of the domain and then slaughtered it. So you're chayiv. Or the opposite. You, you, you found it outside of the owner's domain, and then you dragged it into his backyard. But again, by you being moishechet into his domain, you're chayiv as a ganev. And then you slaughter it, you're chayiv dalar behem. Or you find it outside of the domain and then drag it outside of the domain, you drag it dalar damis, whatever it is. That's itself is a nice kinyan. And you're chayiv. V'shalom tashumi but if you steal the animal and without doing a kinyan hagba, and you're not moishichit when it's in the owner's domain in order to mashich, you have to take it out of the domain. So I find it in the owner's backyard. I don't pick it up and I slaughter it. Potter, you are not chayiv dalav behe. You're chayiv probably for the animal. You have to replace it, but it's not a maisa geneva. It's a hezek. It's not a maisa geneva. And therefore, you're not chayiv dalav behe. Let's say you find the animal in the owner's backyard. You didn't pick it up, and you're dragging it out of the backyard. So the second you drag it out of the backyard, you're a gana. But while you're dragging it out, it's still not out. It has a heart attack. Potter, you're potter entirely. You didn't do anything. You're not a ganaf yet. But if you picked it up, so that itself is a maize kinyan. And the animal died, then you're chayiv because you're a ganaf. Okay, these next cases, the Gemara is going to have two options of what it means. Let's say you steal the animal. Pashtus is the Ganav steals the animal, but without making a Kenyan on it, he goes to the backyard and he tells a Koyan, you take it as a Shliach of mine, you take it as payment for Pidyan Aben. I never paid you for the Pidyan Aben. You were the Koyan for my son. Take the animal as payment. Or you give the animal as a payment to your creditor. Yeah. So again, you go into the backyard without doing a Maisa Kenyan. You tell a Kayan, the Kayan thinks it's yours. You tell a Kayan here, take this animal as payment. Or you tell a Balchayv, take it. Or Shemachinam, or you tell a guy, hey, can you watch it? Lashayil and Isaac, again, they don't, they don't know you're a Ganif, so they're like, yeah, sure. And in the process, they were dragging it out, but they didn't do a Maisa Kenyan yet, and then the animal gets a heart attack, Potter. You're potter, because you didn't do a Maisa Kenyan, and they didn't do a Maisa Kenyan. But Higbiyu, but if these people lifted it up, 
So let's say you tell a coin, hey, take the animal's payments. The coin goes in, lifts up the animal. Now he does a Maisa Geneva for you, because he thinks that's he thinks that you're the, you know, it's a Maisa Geneva, but he's doing it because you told him to do it. He's responsible. Now the thief is responsible, even though he's not the one doing it. And we do have a rule that there's only Shlich Varver for the Tvicha Mechira, not for the Maisa Geneva. So over here, the Ganif, the, uh, again, a thief goes into someone's backyard and tells a Kayan, he says, hey, take that animal for me. As payment, because I owe you money. The Kayan doesn't realize that he's a thief. So the Kayan comes and takes it, picks it up, and the animal gets a heart attack and dies. The thief is Chayev. So Taisa says, Akasha, Taisa says, there's an Shlich Varver for the Geneva. There's a Shlich Varver for the Tvicha Mechira, not for the Geneva. So, um, so I, I think the difference is so Taisa says Aver only applies where the Shliach knows that he's doing an Aver but over here the Shliach didn't realize the Kayan didn't realize that the thief was a thief so he legitimately thought he was, wasn't doing an Aver in such a case the, the original uh, person who sent him is responsible okay Tiknu I mentioned as a as a hakdama to the Mishnah that Chazal were metake in Meshicha by sales. That they didn't want it to be that cash alone makes a Kenyan. They were metakin that you have to do a Maisa Meshicha. Because again, they were afraid that you'll sell a guitar and then you'll sell the guitar and then the guitar is now... The guitar is now uh, is now uh, someone else's, but it's still in your attic. And then a fire breaks out, you're not going to go to save it. So it's in Metakin. The question is, were they Metakin by Shmira as well? Meaning by Shoimim also. Were they Metakin that you have to do a Maisa Meshicha to make a Kenyan? That's the question. Meaning, if a Shoimer wants to be a Shoimer for a guitar, I ask him to watch my guitar. When is he responsible? If they were metakin mashicha in all situations, then he has to do a mashicha. Or you say, no, they're only metakin mashicha by a sale because they were afraid of that guitar fire thing. That they were afraid that I sell a guitar, so now I take the money, so the guitar is now John's, but the guitar is still in my domain. If fire breaks out, I'm not going to save it. But by shoimrim, the second the shoimer, the shoimer doesn't have to do mashicha. What are you afraid of? If fire breaks out, he's going to be responsible. He's a shoimer. The question is, by a shomer to be responsible, do you have to do a Maisa Mashiach? Or no, just verbally saying you're a shomer is enough. That's the question. Was there an Indian of Mashiach to make a Kenyan by a shomer? So I'll, I'll prove it to you. I'll say it outside, we'll say it inside. The end of the Mishnah was that I go in, I break into someone's backyard, I don't make a Kenyan, and I tell a shomer, hey, take the animal as a, a watcher for me. The Mishnah said, if the shomer does a Mashiach or a Hakbah, then it's a Kenyan, then he's responsible, and then he's a Ganif, then, then, then it's a Gnev and I'm responsible. But if he didn't do a Maisa Mashicha or a Kenyan at all, he didn't do Hagba, he didn't do Mashicha, then he didn't do a Kenyan yet, then he's not responsible, and therefore it's not a Maisa Gnev. And if the heart, animal gets a heart attack, Potter, what do you see? You see the entire discussion, seemingly, again, is where I told a Shoimer to watch it. The Shoimer is only responsible if he does a Maisa Kenyan, clearly from the Mishnah. A shoimer is only responsible when he does a mashicha. You see, when Chazal were metakin in the mashicha, they were metakin by shoimer as well, as opposed to the other option, which is they weren't metakin it. And a shoimer is chayiv when he says he's going to be a shoimer. If the shoimer is chayiv the second he's being a shoimer, then why is the Mishnah talking about mashicha? 
The Gemara says, "Am Rav Yehi Matashma." I'll prove it to you. The Mishnah says, "Nasl b'chayis benai." Oil bal chayiv. Oil shaymer chinam shayonai. Is this after the saicher? How you might have a yaitz in the maze? Bishus bailim potter. My lab shaymer. Is this not referring to the case where again? Pashas, the case is the Ganif breaks into someone's backyard, tells the Shoimer to take the animal, and the Shoimer is only responsible and only a Maisek name when he does the Meshicha. Shmami no, take no Meshicha Bishoim. So you see clearly, Meshicha is a thing by Shoim. So the Gemara says, no, Amrle Loi, Ganif. No, 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 no. The case of the Mishnah is not where the Meshicha is being done by the Shoimer. The case is not like this. The case is not where the, st- the thief is stealing it. By the using a shomer, that's not the case. The case is loy beganef. You look at Rashi. Rashi says what the what's the case? Rashi says the case is as follows. It's the bottom Rashi. Rashi says loy ganef. No, the case is like this. The owner of the house, the owner of the ox, gave it to a shomer. Then the ganef stole it from the shomer. So it's not that the Ganif gave it to the Shimer, it's the owner gave it to the Shimer. And then the Mishnah is saying, so again, the Mishnah is saying that for there to be a thief, uh, for there to be a, a, a Ganeva, you need a Kenyan. So we thought that the Ganeva was being done by the Shimer. So you see a Shimer needs to make a Kenyan. And he says, no, 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 no. The owner already gave it to the Shimer. It's already the Shimer's. The thief has to steal it. So the Chid, so, so now, now let's say this. So what's the Chidish of the Mishnah? Don't tell me it's that a Ganif has to do a Kenyan. I already know that from the beginning of the Mishnah. Now we're saying the Chiddush of the Mishnah is that if the Ganif steals it from the Shomer, he's responsible? Yeah, well, why not? If you tell me it's the way I understood the Mishnah, that the Shomer, the Ganif, is stealing it through the Shomer, the Shomer is stealing it for the Ganif without knowledge, unbeknownst to him. So the Chiddush is that the Shomer is only responsible only my when he does a Kenyan. But if you say, no, 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 really, the Shomer doesn't have to do a kin. The case is where the owner gave it to the Shomer, and the Ganif is stealing it from the Shomer. So what's the Chiddush of the Mishnah? That if you steal it from a, a Shomer, you're Chayev? Yeah, of course. What's the difference if I steal it from the guy or steal it from a Shomer of his? What's the difference? The Gemara says, Amr le'e lo'i Ganif. Ha'tan le'reisha. Ta'na Ganif she'ganam be'is ba'ilum, ta'na Ganif she'ganam be'is ba'ilum. The Chiddush of the Mishnah is that you steal it from the Shomer, you're responsible. The Gemara says, Amr le'e Reject my proof because of that? It doesn't make sense. Mali Ganav Shagonam Be Shoimer, Mali Ganav Shagonam Be Spilum. What's the difference? What's the Chiddush Mishnah that if you steal it from a Shoimer, you're responsible? Of course. Elav Shoimer, it must be no. Really, it's the original shot, which is that a Shoimer, and a Shoimer is only responsible when he does a Maisa Kinyan. You see that a Mashiach was Nikness by a Shoimer as well. Shmami no, Tikno Mashiach Be Shoimer, Shmami no. Okay. It's my Nami, the Bryce similarly states, Amr Avalazar, Kader Shatikno Mashiach of Lukuches, just like Mashiach. Is necessary for purchasing. So to Mashiach is necessary for Shaymer. Tanya Mehachia, Bryce similarly states, Kedar Shetiknu Mashiach of Lukuches, just like to Metak and Mashiach by merchandise. Kachtiknu Mashiach of Shaymer. Ukashem Sha Karka Niknis Bekesev Bisharu Bechazaka. And just like Karka is Niknis with Kesev Shar Kazaka, just like you buy Karka with Kesev Shar or Chazaka, Kachschiris Niknis Bekesev Shar Kazaka. So to rental is also uh, done through Kesev Shar or Chazaka. Now, what does that mean? Renting what? Renting a movable or renting land? Can't be renting movables because you're saying that just like purchasing land is kesef shayin chazaka, so to move, uh, so to renting is kesef shayin chazaka. You can't write a star for movables; they don't do that. The Gemara says schiris tamai. What type of schiris? Elam. We go to the next page. Schiris to metaltalin. Renting movable property that when are you considered a renter and responsible? Kesef shayin chazaka. Metaltalin b'nishdar nenu. 
There's no star for metaltalin. Star is only for a karka. El is schir is the karka. It means rental of land. Meaning, if I rent land from you, when am I considered the renter? It's when I did the kenyan of kesef, star, or chazak. Um, Rav Lozar. Rav Lozar says, now we know that a ganef is chayiv dalar behe, but not a gazlin. Now a gazlin is someone who's brazen, who does, who steals during the day. Ganef is someone who steals at night. He's chayiv dalar behe. So Mara is going to explain. It's a tain on him because he's afraid of people. He steals at night, but he's not afraid of God. At least a gazlin, he's not afraid of anybody. There's a certain... There's a certain emesdik to a goslin because he treats God and people the same way. A ganef treats God worse than people. So Let's say if they, uh, people saw a man hiding in the forest to steal animals. And then he slaughters it. He's Meaning, although, um, although they saw him, but because he was hiding... He's considered a ganef. Now the Gemara says, "Am I? Why is he a thief? Holy Mashach? He didn't acquire the animal; he just slaughtered it." It's He hit the animal with a stick, causing it to run, which is a ma'isa kinyan, and therefore he is a ganef. And then he steals and slaughters, and then he slaughters the chayav dalbei. Amri, wait a minute, But people, since the people saw them and they know who it is, isn't that a gazlin? Meaning, isn't the definition of a gazlin someone that you know who it is? They know who who stole it. It says no. Even the mekametamiyunayu because he hides from them. Ganafu because he hides and he's afraid. Even if you know who it is, if he's hiding, meaning they saw him hiding, so they saw him, but he didn't. You know, he didn't know he was being seen. So if if, if he's being caught being hiding, he's a ganaf. Elagazlin hechidami. So what's the case of a gazlin? So Gemara says amravavo kigoyin beneyu ben yoyada. The Pasuk says, It says he stole the spear from the Egyptians' hands. He took it from him and stabbed him with his own spear. That's a gazel. That's, that's brazen. No hiding. A different source. The people of Shechem. The Pasuk says, The inhabitants of Shechem set up an ambush by the mountaintops. And everyone that walked past, they stole from That's gazel. Why did Rav Vo not like? Why did he say Bnei Ben Yehuda as the source of Gazlin, as an example of Gazlin, and not the people of Shechem? The Gemara says Amar Lach. He said, "Even the Metamri Itzmeru Loi Gazlinim." They were hiding in ambush. That's not a Gazlin. They were hiding in ambush. Gazlin is someone who's brazen. The fact that they're hiding is not a Ma'isa Gzela. Rav Yechanan, who said that it is the source, how does he respond? Rav Yechanan says, "Had to come Metamri." Rav Yechanan says, no, Maisa Shechem is a Maisa Gzela. So why are they hiding? They're not hiding because they're afraid. They're hiding because if they don't hide them, no one's going to go, you can't have an ambush if you're not hiding. Meaning, they, they're not afraid. They're not hiding because they're afraid. They're hiding in ambush because if people see them, then they're not going to walk down that area. The Gemara says, So the reason why they're hiding is not because they're afraid. It's not out of fear. It's, it's, it's in order for it to be a good ambush, you've got to be hiding. To get people to walk into your area. The Gemara says the students ask Why is the Ganav treated worse than a Gazlan? And a Ganav pays four and five times, and a Gazlan doesn't. He said, I'll tell you why. A Ganav who's a. I'm sorry, a Gazlan, treated the master and the slave the same. Meaning a Gazlan. Didn't show covet to Hashem because he's stealing, but he didn't show covet to people. He's not showing them covet either. He treats everybody the same. 
But a Ganif is treating God worse because he's hiding from people. He's afraid of people, but he's not afraid of God. Kaviochol, he made it that as if like um, that he made it like that he's not worried about Hashem. Two aspects. First of all, it's an Avera, but also we know that when, when someone steals, the people daven to Hashem, he doesn't care about that. He's not worried about that. See, a Gazlin, he's not worried about anybody. A Ganev is not worried about Hashem. He's worried about people. Shenemar, hoi hamamakim Hashem lister eitzav oimashk masay. In the pasuk says, "Woe to those people who hide in in darkness, hard from Hashem. Their deeds are done in 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 choishich." Uksiv. And the pasuk also says, "Ve'yomru lo yira lo lo yira ka v'leyovin l'keyakiv." They say, "God won't see me, nor will uh, God of Jacob understand." Uksiv ki amru ozav Hashem esaretz ve'in Hashem roya. The Gemara continues. Amr Rav Meir, Mashal, 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 Rav Gamliel. I heard a Mashal from Rav Gamliel. Lamada v'daima, a difference in a Ganif and a Gazlan. L'shnei b'nei Adam sheyu b'ir. V'osim mishi. You have two people that are in the city and they made a party. Echad zimah is b'nei ha'ir v'lai zimah is b'nei ha'melech. One person invited the regular town people, but he didn't invite the king's sons. That's very disrespectful. And it's even more disrespectful because he invited everybody else. And then the second person made a party, he didn't invite anybody. So is it is it disrespectful that the second one didn't invite the king's sons? Yes. But at least he didn't invite anybody. The first one invited the regular people, didn't invite, didn't invite the king. It's even worse. Which one's worse? It's worse. Amr of Meir, a different shot. Not a different shot, but we know that Yechayev Dalad Vehe. Yechayev Hey for stealing um, for stealing a sheep. And Dalit for stealing an ox. It shows you the great the power of work. Working your hands. Important. Shar. I'm sorry. When you steal a shar, it's five times. You steal a, a sheep, it's four times. Why is it five times? So Gemaris, I'll tell you why. Because when you steal a shar, the shar does work. That means that the owner will not be able to do work the same. You're stealing him the the the, the, the satisfaction of working. So you have five times. Shar but a sheep it doesn't work anyway. You're not causing the animal not to work, you're not causing the owner to not have work being done. Arab is only four. That's the first shot. The second shot I think is more famous. You know what the difference between four and five is? Kavar abrius. An ox when you steal it, you walk it out. It's not so embarrassing. Five times. A sheep when you steal it, you put it on your back. That's degrading for you. Persons, uh, you know. He already went through a shtickle bazillion to steal it, therefore he has to do four times. Sharshar, Baragal Khamisha, Sharsha, Kibrak Seifoy, Arba. Okay, Mishnah. Ain Magadlum Behimadaka Baritisrol. Khazawar Matakim that you're not supposed to raise sheep and goats in Eritisrol. Um the reason being is because they would uh, graze and it would lead to Gneva. So you're not allowed to raise them. So if you needed a sheep or a goat. Let's say for uh, like a carbon or for eating purposes, you would bring it from outside of Eretz Yisrael. In Megadlin Basuria, Av Megadlin Basuria, you're allowed to bring it raised in Syria because Syria is, is considered outside of Eretz Yisrael. Ube Midbar Shel Eretz Yisrael, and in the Midbar parts of Eretz Yisrael, 
you're also allowed to raise them because there's no concern of, because it's hefker. There's no fields that's going to be damaged. You're not allowed to raise chickens in your shalim because of kachim. Um, the reason being is because chickens would peck in the trash and oftentimes they would bring back pieces of dead animals, whatever, of tumah. And in your shalim, where there's a lot of carbonus accessible, we're afraid that the animals, that the tumah will contaminate the carbonus. But like Kehanim Eretz Yisrael, and Kehanim throughout Eretz Yisrael are not allowed to raise chickens, because Kehanim throughout Eretz Yisrael have Truma and Tahara, Bnei Atairis. Eimigad and Chazir and you're not allowed to raise a pig at all in Eretz Yisrael, in the whole world, I think you're not allowed to raise a pig at all, the words explain why. But you're not allowed to raise a dog, because the dog would bark and scare people. Unless the dog is, has a leash, in which case it's not going to scare people. In parson nishayvim liyaynim, you're not allowed to spread nets to capture doves because we're afraid that you'll capture people's doves; you'll steal from them. Elim ken hayyarachik minayishu ris. Unless you go outside of the city, thirty ris is a distance. Outside the city, thirty ris, then you could assume all birds are wild birds, and you can catch them. Taner Rabban, the Gemara explains, You're not allowed to raise small domesticated animals in Eretz Yisrael. But you're allowed to raise them in the forests of Eretz Yisrael because the forests are, are hefker and they're not going to damage people's lands. And in Syria is fine. Syria even in settled areas because Syria is outside of Israel. And the rest of the world. Tani Idach, a similar price, says, You're not allowed to raise small animals, small domesticated animals in Eretz Yisrael. You're allowed to raise them in the deserts of Yehuda. And the deserts near Akko. You're allowed to raise oxen and large and horses and all those animals. The question is why? What's the concern about small animals that they'll graze in other people's lands and damage it? So horses can also do damage to other people's property. Why is it allowed? Because you don't make a gazera for the seba, it's too difficult. See, when, we, when they outlawed raising sheep and goats, it wasn't such a big deal, because whenever you need a sheep and goat, you just ship it. You get them from outside of Israel. Behemadaka you could bring from outside of Eretz Yisrael, and therefore it wasn't a big deal, it wasn't a very difficult gazera. But Gasa, but to bring a large animal from outside of Eretz Yisrael was very difficult, and therefore, if you're going to outlaw us raising them, I'm, not, I'm never going to have one. I'm never going to have an ox because I can't raise one, and it's not so easy to ship it. Okay, let's just finish up the brisa. Even though you're not allowed to raise small domesticated animals in Eretz Yisrael, you're allowed to buy them before Yom Tov for thirty days. Normally, when you want an animal, you just buy it, shecht it, fine. For 30 days before you're allowed to buy it and keep it for up to 30 days because you know you're going to need it for the carbon, so you don't to make it, you don't have to like buy it right before Yom Tif. Within 30 days you could buy it and keep it. Or 30 days before a chasana that you're making. However, um, you cannot keep it for 30 days if it's past Yom Tif, meaning... You're allowed to keep it for 30 days up to Yom Tov. Let's say, that means that Yom Tov is the 15th of, of Tishrei. You're allowed to buy it from the 15th and Elul on. Let's say you buy it the 5th of Tishrei. So 10 days later is Yom Tov. You decide, you know, I'm not going to keep it for 30 days. I'll keep it, I'll, I'll have it for 10 days after Sukkot. No, no, no. It's 30 days up to Yom Tov. But once Yom Tov is over, you can't keep it past that. The Sukkot, the Chamele explains, you might think, that after Yom Tif, it's not 30 days. Meaning, you might think they have this like 30 day, uh, you know, 
like a gap. You don't have a 30 day gap. You have 30 days up to Yomdiv. Don't think that you have a full 30 days and you keep it after Yomtiv. Once Yomtiv is over, you're not allowed to keep it anymore. Chazal, we're leaning up to Yomtiv. Okay. We'll just do the last two lines in the next Amid. The butcher is allowed to purchase small animals and, and shecht it immediately, because that's his parnasa. Or he might purchase them and keep them up to 30 days uh, prior to the markets being, there were big markets that were open for butchers. Let's say right before Yom Tov, they would have a big market. So the owners, so the, the, the butchers can buy it and keep it up to 30 days. Uh, as long as you don't keep the Aguna Shebehem Shloshim Yom, the Aguna Shebehem, Rashi says, um, yeah, basically it's the same thing. That's, it's the same thing as we said before. Aguna means someone that's like uh, lagging behind. It's the same thing. It means that you have up to 30 days before the market day for the butchers. But after the market day, they can't keep it even though it's within 30 days. It's not, it's up 30 days up to the market day, but then after the market, uh, that's it. You can't keep it past that. All right, we'll stop it.